0: There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit, baby. Give me it. Your podcast? I'm loving it. That's right. It's Cover Me. Thank the you only.
1: <laughs> saying such nice things about our podcast.
0: I know. What a, what a, a splendid person. Wow. Thanks, Thanks Brittany Spears. That's right. It's Cover Me. The only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions and compares them against each other. I'm your co host. No, I'm your regular host. Let's try that again. Yeah, you, you can be the full host. <laughs> I'm your host. I mean, technically, we're both co-hosts, right? I
1: know. We'll, we can still call you the host and me the co-host. I feel like you do most of the hosting uh, responsibility. I know, but
0: even if, like, I am the main host, we are still co-hosts. Still, technically, we're co-hosts.
1: That but I mean, I'm
0: not their co-host. You're my co-host. That's the difference. Uh, so, if you introduced it, you'd say, "I'm your host, Alex. My co-host, Jake. I'm your host. My these co-host, Alex. Words you're saying? Yeah. True words. True words. True words. Let's try this again. I'm your host as always, Jay Cressy, joined by my fishy co host.
1: Fishy what? Fishy. Fishy. Um, sure. Uh, Alex Mildenberg. See, the That's joke
0: me. is so fish in French, it's poisson, poisson. which it. looks like poison uh, and toxic. I, I, I fucking, it's a dumb joke and I shouldn't I gotta work have done it. On
1: these these uh, multilingual jokes.
0: They're bad, but they're not good. I need Maybe. to work on cutting them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we need to become bilingual first and then we can start telling each there other bilingual. Right, jokes. right
0: now we're just try-hard-lingual. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Um, we're talking about Britney Spears hit smash hit. Smash hit. I always well, say hit and then I say smash hit. I think
1: hit. It did better in Canada than the United States or something. But really? I don't That's know. it's it's but done it very like well it. It overall, like yeah. It, both. We're talking, both.
0: we're talking about toxic.
1: Talking about toxic. They can't just say oh,
0: which was written and recorded for her fourth studio album, In The Zone, which released in November of 2003. Now, the release date of the song is listed as January 2004. Right. But the album came out two months before that.
1: I guess as a single?
0: Yeah. Do people... I mean, obviously the answer is yes, I guess. They released singles after the album comes out?
1: I guess, yeah. Like you... you, I think... The idea is you have the album out first, or at least at the time, you have the album out first, and then, like, what gets picked up by the radios, you issue that separately, and then more people buy that because there's been buzz or whatever.
0: Right. So it's like uh, a an extended marketing campaign.
1: Yeah, I've never really understood singles. I'll, I've always been really an album guy, and I know we're going back to kind of the single business model uh, more recently, mm-hmm. which is cool. But uh, yeah, I've always, I've always like, yeah, I was a classic rock snob for so long. I've, yeah. I've, been, I've been, always been an album guy, but single's cool, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, and it's definitely, it was definitely weird coming at it when you come at classic rock, which has a lot of concept albums mm-hmm. and rock operas, and then you're like, oh, I heard that one song from the radio. I had no idea it was part yeah, of a larger it theme. It's like
1: this huge story, and it's like, this one obscure part, especially like pinball wizard it's not even a really important part of tommy tommy not at all and then the rest is totally different but like yeah
0: and that's isn't that the reason tommy got made was the <laughs> yeah, that's the story was, The
1: story is something like they they made that song because the guy they were trying to pitch it to liked pinball and they just threw it in that's the story i think it's from like well i don't know it's that's I think, like i think i read it in a cracked article yeah
0: so i think like, so it's that's the same way you pitch like eating vegetables to kids though like, <laughs> You're hey, like people who like pinball do, pinball do it. Pinball as well. <laughs> yeah, or like you can play pinball afterwards like have you know thing you like? What if we pair it with thing you don't like? And they're like, I like thing though.
1: Oh. But what if thing makes what if thing I don't like makes thing me not like the wait
0: <laughs> I'm getting lost in the word thing now. Yeah. And we're we've already just veered completely off track.
1: So Britney Spears. So this was kind have of you heard of Britney Spears before?
0: Yes. I yeah. was. We were. Uh, we're gonna talk about this in our bonus bonus statement, But I think we were a Britney Spears house growing up.
1: Yeah, I, we were briefly as well. Maybe I'll save that for later then, if if that's coming up.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about the classic Pepsi or Coke debate of the of this era. Ooh. That being instead of Pepsi or Coke, Spears or Aguilera.
1: Okay. All right. I was gonna say, uh, In Sync or Backstreet Boys. That
0: that would be the other one. Yeah. So this is the like pop idol side, and that would be the pop group side. We'll save that for when we do a little
1: little, little teaser for you. A Little right? teaser,
0: people are now skipping all the way to the end. Yeah, so this was written and produced. This is interesting. We don't generally get to talk about pop idols. This is our first take of a pop idol right,
1: song, a more like modern pop song.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would say a successful example of like production using an uh just a singer to make what's a, like it's a very catchy song. Yeah, and
1: it is absolutely. I I was a little worried going into this one again. I as I often get. Like how? What am I gonna am I gonna like listening to this on repeat all week? And no, it's pretty catchy, and I've known it for a while anyways. So mm-hmm. it it went pretty good, and the different versions actually, there's a number of them I did enjoy, and they yeah they had some interesting differences. So. There's
0: there's definitely some that fall into like a very specific theme. Yeah, they're like we'll do this with toxic. You're like, yeah. okay, we get it. But I, even those, I think, are for the most part pretty well done. Uh, let's see here. So this is written and produced by pontus winberg
1: which is bloodshy and avant
0: yeah so he's part which of that is christian
1: carlson and pontus wi- oh yeah pontus winberg there. yeah and pontus winberg is like is he swedish
0: yeah they're a swedish, oh, they're uh, swedish producer duo and uh this is also we got additional writing by kathy dennis and henrik john back a quote from Kathy Dennis on the writing of this says, That was sheer torture. I beat myself up for seven days not sleeping. The melody came first, then I had this puzzle of trying to fit words to the right number of syllables. It was really weird. I kept writing and then re-editing myself again and again and again.
1: Interesting. I mean, that's there's definitely a few times when the, when the wording is a little iffy. Mm-hmm. I assumed it had more to do with Wait, who wrote it again?
0: That oh, was uh P- Pontus Winberg was the primary writer. Additional writing was right. Kathy Dennis and Henrik Johnback. So who was the quote from? Sorry, that was Kathy Dennis.
1: Okay, so she is actually a native English speaker. Yeah. All right. Well, then never mind. Okay, well, there so there are a you're few times where it does sound like the phrasing is a little awkward, but she said she was trying to fit the words to the to the rhythm. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to think about <laughs> staying, staying, being yourself up for seven days. There's been a lot of talk recently in the video game industry about, like, with Red Dead Redemption 2, the 100-hour work weeks and all of that. Right. Just this... I would be interested to hear what it's like for songwriting and production teams, like for big pop idols like Beyonce and Britney Spears and that scene. I wonder if that's as intensive in sort of crunch periods.
1: I think a lot of artistic stuff really has that or would have that kind of attitude of like if you love it you have to just always do it yeah there's no no off switch it's it's you always have to go so i wouldn't be surprised if at least it happened sometimes
2: Mm Hmm.
0: so one of the uh interesting parts of this is the string section yes or at least i
1: thought this was super cool
0: yeah Really well done and sampled from
1: is a Bollywood film.
0: Yeah, Bollywood musical from nineteen eighty-one. Yeah. Which we're gonna fucking butcher the name of. Yeah, go for it. As soon as I can find it in my notes. Uh let's see. Oh Terry, here it is. Terry, do you, do you th- that that? That's Terry, the song. That's the song. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, the so the musical is ek dude ki li so that's E-K space D-U-U-J-E space mm-hmm. K-E mm-hmm. space I L-I-Y-E, for the people who want to Google that.
1: Yeah, so the the female vocals on that was Lata Mangeshkar. Ooh. I thought that was neat, because I had a class. We talked about Bollywood a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a world beat and ethno-pop class, um, and her name came up because she's a big name in, in Bollywood singing. Okay. Because she's just a voice, and she's like 90 now. And she's been singing for, like, decades. I don't know if she's retired or what. But she's just the voice, right? So Because they they do the voiceover for the songs. Yeah. And uh, I guess she's just always had a young-sounding voice. So she always can sing these, like, younger people, even though younger female characters. Voices, even though she's, like, really. She just has immaculate (laughs) vocal cords. Yeah, has, like, really young-sounding voice. That's amazing. Yeah, doing it for decades.
0: So, uh, did you listen to some of her work in class, or uh, was yeah. she just mentioned, okay, bit. cool? Yep. That's, and yeah. I did to this song, so. So, there yeah. you go.
1: I mean, I'm not a huge uh, Bollywood I know a lot of people. There's a theater by uh, the, uh, you know, uh, Landmark. They always show Bollywood movies. Oh. I just haven't ever gone to one.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? It always comes up on, like, the movie app on Adam. It's like, here's some Bollywood films. I'm like, where are we showing these? <laughs>
1: cool, but. I want pictures <laughs> of Spider Man. <laughs> I want but moving pictures, pictures of, of Spider Man. All right, so that's some background. It says has Bangra elements.
0: Yes, Bangra music, which I should have looked up what that well, bangra means. Bangra
1: music is kind of like a, it's like a, a, musical style that evolved in, um, the UK. Okay. By uh, immigrants from like the Punjabi region. Gotcha. Of, um, India and Pakistan. Right. Kind of like, kind of like the border ish between them area. So it's almost like a similar, um, evolution to american hip-hop just like a different different place with a different culture so it's like people kind of uh uh people who had may- maybe relegated to a lower class developing right developing a style of music because they felt disenfranchised
0: okay and did you kn- could you point out any elements of that in this song no no okay no
1: i didn't notice other than they use like an indian sample. yeah um i don't know the musical style well enough but uh, there was another, like, I was flipping through the songs on the album, and one of them had sounded more Bangra-ish to me, but I f- now I forget the name. And <laughs> okay. So, some the, so it seems like maybe it wasn't just this song.
0: Right, so it's referring to the whole album, In the Zone. In the Zone. Her fourth or studio at least, album.
1: at least this and one other song.
0: Right. Um, so, yeah, this was an insanely popular song. This was kind of like a start of a comeback for Britney Spears. She then had her whole 2006 thing where she broke up, or she divorced. Kevin Federline. Oh yeah, and I think yeah, I believe that's the shaved head breakdown. But so this was like this the start of a comeback that maybe never fully reached fruition. So it reached the top five in fifteen countries and hit number one in five of those countries, (laughs) including the UK. So that's pretty goddamn popular.
1: Yeah, it's
0: also allegedly Jay Z's favorite Britney Spears song. Apparently, tweeted about it.
1: So I don't know enough Britney Spears songs to say that.
0: I mean, of the ones I know. This is definitely the best, I would say. Pretty solid, because it it is it is good. Is what I. I hang don't on, there's know that many Britney Spears songs. I don't know that really many like Britney Spears album. songs. Somebody summed it up here in this in this genius article pretty well. I used well. to
1: listen to her first album with my sister. Hot. I'll come up again later.
0: That's good. Um, let's talk about the lyrics, shall we?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's.
0: So, Toxic is about. It's basically. Hang on, I've got a quote from Britney Spears about this. <laughs> where she says, this quote is from 2003, it's basically about a girl addicted to a guy.
1: Way to go, Brittany.
2: Thank you, Brittany.
1: Okay, I was... My only question about the lyrics was, Mm -hmm. is it a song about love but using drugs as a metaphor for love? Or a song about drugs with using love as a metaphor for drugs? Wait, did I say the same thing twice?
0: No, I think you said it. I think you said it right. So you're saying,
1: so is it love as a metaphor for drugs, or drugs as a metaphor, metaphor for, for love? love?
0: I think it's drugs as a metaphor for love. Okay. Because she specifically, and it's like a you know a carnal love, a very sexual one. Yeah. Because of the chorus with the taste of your lips.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: And I mean, tasting. it could be both because she does say in the second verse, "I took a sip from my devil's cup," which could be some of that them good good drugs in that cup.
1: Oh, it was one of those drug cups. One <laughs> of those
0: drug cups they pass out at parties. Oh, man. My favorite. Now, for the first verse here, let me, let me just tell you. Brenny starts off the song with an innocuous plea for her lover to notice her. However, it turns more mature quickly as she starts to compare her lover with a drug. She needs a hit of their love, and that's why she's calling. Now, you may be confused about drugs. Let me explain drugs to you. Yeah, please do. Drugs can be dangerous, bad for you, and frequently come with warnings. But people use them because drugs make them feel good. Uh, B's lover.
1: Drugs are supposed to make you feel good? <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> now, B's lover, as the uh, the genius annotator, is close enough to Britney Spears that they just call her yeah, B. Her friends call her B. Is the same. Maybe dangerous, even toxic to her. But she'll go through whatever side effects she needs to get this love.
1: Even if it means breaking into a top secret, high security facility and stealing toxic.
0: It's stealing a uh, high C ecto cooler. I'm, I'm imagining that's green liquid right
1: we'll never know
0: i was gonna say monster energy drink would that have been a better joke
1: did they have monster energy drink in 2000 probably not i don't know that's why it would have been under lock and key oh they must it have was a prototype them. i don't know i was 10 years old
0: um yeah that's right you're not allowed to drink energy drinks at 10
1: i don't even drink energy drinks now oh,
0: god who does I think energy drinks are specifically marketed at the people who are not supposed to be drinking them.
1: Mm, that's probably true. I had one once before a math test, and oh, I yeah? my leg shake, but it was probably just in my head. Yeah, you can get up in your head because I about was in junior high school. And you're like, oh, this fiend, bro! Five hours! Wow! <laughs> Five hours of energy! Five energy! <laughs> Whoa! I'm to use it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, there we were. So yeah, this is a uh, a lot of a lot of words about about. Uh, this metaphor Mm -hmm. and
0: um, about her poisonous lover who she can't get enough of uh
1: but so is 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 she in a toxic relationship is this like an abusive relationship or is she just like because they like they don't seem it's not that clear they don't really say what happens in the relationship all she says is she seems to that is despite not necessarily wanting to continue it? Mm-hmm. and help herself?
0: Yeah, her symptoms are being too high. Yeah. Which is <laughs> not necessarily like a an so, abusive is it, thing. Is
1: it just is the toxic actually referring to the relationship or is it just referring to the like the metaphor part of the of the drugs?
0: Yeah, it could just be that she doesn't know how to have a healthy relationship. That could be it. She gets one taste of the lips and she's addicted.
1: So it's just that it's 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 just that she's being irresponsible generally, mm-hmm. not so much, or maybe not irresponsible. She feels like what she's doing is not right, but she can't stop it, whether or not it is
0: yeah she is she's maybe a a love addict alternatively that maybe the dudes like i don't know the i don't want to blame britney spears know, in this to, in this song not written by her yeah, I'm to, like, steer away from that if yeah so it's, it's possible it refers to her own sort of and her own being like I, i'll finish this quote that she talks about the song in because i think it's important to note that her relationship with this song is sort of separated because kind of yeah because so she says it's an upbeat song it's really different that's why i like it so much this villain girl she'll do anything to get what she wants
1: she's a villain
0: yeah and she's yes. not britney spears right because she says this villain she's britney a character spears that britney spears is, spears is portraying in yes in the
1: song right right
0: yeah so it's I, yeah there's a somebody says it in the the genius notation about the line i took a sip from my devil's cup meaning that the de- the devil you know generally gives people Does pleasures Cup
1: have have a like specific meaning i forgot i was gonna look, at, you gonna look to it up you were gonna look it up um is it like a phrase
0: i think what they say here is it relates to basic mythology wherein satan rewards foul behavior with pleasure
1: okay all right so the idea is it's it's fa- I guess it was also 2003 yeah and the the world the pop world i guess would have been a little bit more Conservative at the time. Right. Kind of so just the idea of sex
0: in. is like morally
2: bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, in 2003, it's a different time, man. Mm hmm. Sometimes you forget how much has changed since 2003. That, yeah. It has been 15, 16, 16 years, years since 2003. So, yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Can't you see him? Anyway. And, and
1: uh, I mean, other than that, this the song structure mm-hmm. reminded me a little bit of um, I think We're Alone Now, only because there's kind of like verses at the start, right? And then the ending is mostly just repeating the chorus,
0: right? Yeah, heavy focus on the chorus. Which the second is verse of, is only three lines.
1: Maybe that's just the like bubblegum pop thing, because this I would think even if it's not considered bubblegum pop, yeah. it's still in the same vein of like produced, marketed pop music.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And that's I think that's part of what's so enticing about this is it's such a from a bubblegum pop production it's a very it's a highly sexual dark piece like yeah it's unexpected yeah uh, and that's why people I think attached to this because it was sweet. Still sexualized but not a bad girl. Britney Spears now being a bad girl.
1: Right. And it kinda sounds cool too. I mean that, that, that Bollywood sample. Oh yeah. That's, boom, <laughs> that's <laughs> like the part of the song that sticks for oh, me. Oh yeah. I mean, that's my, the hook. That's a good hook. And
0: uh And she she does a good job of another, singing.
1: This, yeah. I mean Britney Spears is a good singer. She got there's a lot of like other sample I think it's mostly sampled and synthesized things. I think the base yeah. on this is um is a synthesizer.
0: Yeah, so they uh, on the Wikipedia page it says there's drums, synth, violin, high strings, and surf guitar. That according to how did ca- you pick up the surf guitar? Oh, that's um. Oh fuck, it's uh, It's okay. It's there.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: It kind of goes on the lower end. People say like people have com- called it. Yeah. People call it. It just and it just comes in for a couple stings. That's not consistent through the song. Right. 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 But people have been... uh, It's too bad that you didn't pick up on that, because people compare it to James Bond music. Oh, fuck. And you're our resident James Bond expert. Can we listen to it now? Yes, yes, we absolutely can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. It does sound James Bondy. Yeah, it does sound a little James Bondy. It does. I don't know which one it sounds like, but like... And also, there's some of that in um, Snake Eater. Metal Gear Solid 3 has some music like that. Well, yeah, that that one one is a very James
0: James Bond-inspired track. And I think... I can't, I have a note for one of the. Uh, Good luck
1: stitching that little conversation together. I know that was toast. a pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> to summarize, there's surf guitar in it. It does sound like James Bond. Which one was
1: it? Um, it was like the original James Bond theme from Doctor No. Okay. John Barry Orchestra is what I have it listed as. I hmm. think, but it's possible there are other ones as well. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't. I'll admit I haven't listened to them all.
2: And
0: it bears resemblance to, of course, the James Bond inspired theme from Metal Gear Solid Three snake eater.
1: Yeah, which I think is also oh what is it? Uh never mind, don't worry about that. I forget. I will not There's worry either, about like, it. either spy stuff around the time. Like I think um like the old Mission Impossible. Okay. Stuff. I think also it's similar music. Yeah. I, I don't know about I that. Kinda yeah, that. I could kind of see that. The
0: classic Mission Impossible is that Yeah. dun 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 dun, dun, dun bum
2: bum. Yeah. da do Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know. I can see it in the uh in the melody kind of bit there and
1: the yeah. in any case it Dudu- is a little bond like. Yeah. Guitar.
0: So, wait, is there
1: anything else? Oh right, I found some person's random WordPress mm-hmm. uh from 2008 hmm. and um they had a list of of their favorite covers, yep. the well the best covers and uh I found the list after I made made our playlist and um only one of the songs was on the best, and one of them was uh, honorable mention. Mm. So there's a lot of covers of this song.
2: Um, yeah, there
0: is. We missed out. There's a Glee version of it. There's two Glee. There's versions. two. Fuck you. I on purpose <laughs> didn't put any of them on because <laughs> okay. it was too much. And there's a uh, version by Sean Lee's Ping Pong Orchestra, which is a group I like. Okay. They're it was it's an instrumental version. They're an orchestra, and oh. they they had a track. There's one ping of their pong balls. Yeah, they use ping pong balls instead of instruments. No, that's a lie. But they had a track on uh they do like kind of funk music. They had a track Ooh. on the second, I think the second
1: Borderlands Telltale game. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check them out because uh funk music is dope.
0: Yeah, they're good stuff. They do uh they do like classical music covers and stuff too. It's they're pretty good. Um I think one of them's one of the songs is called Bike? it's either biker girl or biker chick it's i think it's biker chick because it a biker chick no it's all instrumental you get that shit out of okay. here you, all, right, all right what else video, do i have to say about video. this let's talk about the music video let's talk about the
1: music video um so i remember this like existing you know in 2000, whatever. yeah and i was 10 or 11 this was the kind of video i was like not quite sure if i was supposed to watch it on tv like it's it's pretty it's pretty sexy
0: yeah because yeah it is it's highly sexual there's the scene of her in like naked and diamonds which they shot on a very like empty set, only Britney Spears, the uh, director Joseph Kahn, and two other dudes were allowed it's to shoot she there.
1: Was so undressed?
0: Yeah, well, she was naked and covered in diamonds. Oh' completely Okay. yeah
1: yeah. Um, I get the idea that a lot of this was just her like in front of a green screen.: and Yeah, then filled it in. Later. She
0: apparently like, r- basically wrote the idea for it or really? some of it yeah she was like listen joseph Kahn, this is what i want to do for the music video do. we
1: started a plane okay yeah and i accost men and then i give a young child a blanket and then i accost another man yeah into the bathroom that's but right he's a sexy man i steal his phone she, yeah she said okay. but he's a
0: sexy man Kahn suggested making him a fat man so the common man would feel represented
1: and they did both
0: they did both
1: great way to <laughs> Way to compromise and make it make more sense. and it's funny because um, apparently,
0: like Joseph Kahn just hires people he knows to be in the music video. So he just like that so was like the buddy. casting director. You know, <laughs> he's, he's like, "What if we
1: get a fat guy?" <laughs> and he's got someone in mind.
0: Uh, he's like, "This guy, my friend, my friend, who I told yesterday I was
1: gonna get Britney Spears to make out with him."
0: And that, and like one that's very suspect, and two, given that what we know about Britney Spears, I think she could very easily be hoodwinked into this kind of. It's entirely possible. Bullshit. She had
1: some kind of, like, child star stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, so. and, I
0: like, at the point now, I think her dad actually controls her finances.
1: Yeah, there was some rough... There was It, it was before the the hair shave. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely some rough stuff going on behind yeah. the scenes. But anyway, back to the video. There's a panty shot. I've I glossed over that before. <laughs> it happens. It's, like, very noticeable. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean anything as far as I can tell. No, I wanna. I just want to, s- just to start, okay? Yeah. The beginning line of the song is, baby, can't you see I'm calling? Yeah. She's literally holding a phone singing I'm calling. That's symbolism, phone, baby. Man. <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> Aces. All right. Oh so I just wanted to li- note that. Yeah. Um, so she steals this guy's phone. Yeah. He doesn't seem to care all that much. Right. We learn later that phone gets her into a top secret facility. Mm-hmm. He, why doesn't he care? Yeah, that he's seems transporting like transporting a very important phone, and he's just kind of like, huh. Sometimes you, it's he's like, he's like the birds, like the little the animals from Flintstones. Like it's a living. It's like, a living. <laughs> he's transporting like top secret materials, dude. <laughs>
0: Bummer, my top secret government job. I guess I'm fired. Hell, uh, well.
1: <laughs> at least I'm sexy now. I assume it was a disguise. Of yeah, rabbit. I
0: assume. It, when you, why? You know, why was he disguised as an overweight man?
1: To, Transport <laughs> top secret, highly confidential material. I guess. Or like high high security. So
0: then she lands in Paris. Was it Paris? Yeah, because the Eiffel Tower is in the background. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a big tell. They yeah. also fly over Japan. <laughs> yeah. I believe it shows a brief shot of Japan when they're still on the plane. And that's it.
0: That's it. Well, it's like, the, when you look at the Wikipedia description, it's like, yeah, it's inspired by, like, Blade Runner, Blade Runner and Alias. Sure. And
2: you're like,
1: okay, sure. So she changes to new clothes in Paris and then jumps on a motorcycle. With a shirtless, with man, a shirtless driving. man driving. shirtless man driving. And she rubs his biceps a lot.
0: Which, I mean, when you're I driving mean, that fast on a motorcycle, I feel like that's dangerous.
1: No. It's all dangerous. She but likes I, I, it. I guess she, she, she's, she, that's danger.
0: right. She also has a toxic relationship with her shirtless motorcycle driver.
1: She has a toxic relationship with a lot of people in this yeah. video.
0: Well, because her whole purpose here is to murder her ex-lover, right?
1: Yes. Who possibly cheated on her?
0: Possibly, yeah.
1: So, and then they jump a, 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 a bridge that's going up? Right, of course. With some of the best CGI I've ever seen, let me tell you. <laughs> i was almost floored.
0: This, I'll let you know this music video cost... A million dollars to make. Wow, really? Yeah, her highest, her mo- like highest, most expensive music video
1: ever, or a to date? Um, to date. Okay, like this day or that Her, date? her, okay, not the most. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Know, I know. <laughs> um, and then she gets into this facility, mm-hmm. which she. Breaks or, into. She, but she had to she
0: dance through a hallway of imaginary lasers? Is that the that's same on facility? Her way out. Oh, that's on her way out.
1: She triggers the laser and then has to dance through the lasers. Of course. This is the parts where I'm pretty sure they just got her to dance in front of a green screen. Okay, but let me tell you that
0: in. Joseph Kahn said deemed it as incredible to watch. Her dancing? Yes, through lasers.
1: Yeah, I get the idea he would say something like He's, that. He
0: seems a bit weird. The more I talk about Joseph Kahn, the more suspect I am of his yeah. motivations in these music videos.
1: Okay. Anyway, so and then she has cool hang on when she is
0: when she's on the motorcycle. She's got those like disco ball sunglasses. Red hair. Yeah. The sunglasses. I'd wear them. They're pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah, those are pretty flashy. Like if you need flashy sunglasses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Right. So she breaks into the facility.
1: There's a point during this where it shows another, I think, a different woman with a guy like a second yeah and they're in a shower maybe i think you're right and it that might be someone cheating like her this dude cheating on her mm-hmm. but it's shown so briefly that i thought maybe it was her in a black wig but i don't right. think it was like i paused it and i was like is that sarah silverman no <laughs> that doesn't make any sense that's at why all. it cost a million dollars i cost a million dollars baby and uh so there's just some other woman. Briefly, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not pretty. And then um, then she goes and uh, confronts her. Yeah, and, and her ex- this is
0: where it turns out she has seven? super strength. Oh, man, does she ever. She just fucking,
1: like, picks she him up. tosses, no, tosses him. him. <laughs> and then hops on top of him and pours the toxic on him.
0: Yeah. And then is like, hey, peace. And leaves. And he dies because it's poison.
1: I assume. But the poison is a metaphor for love?
0: I think so, yes. Also, watching this. I feel like and this is the exact video that Girls Aloud wanted to make with I Think We're Alone Now. Because this is over-the-top crazy, Yeah, but it makes sense with the song. They
1: just didn't have the, the CG buzz- budget.
0: budget. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't drop a cool mill. No. It would have cost even more in 2006.
1: You don't have Britney Spears money. You're Girls Aloud.
0: Yeah. You got to pay all
1: six? All six of you? Five or six. <laughs> Let's say six. Let's say 6 Let's say six. Um, and then, and then afterwards it's revealed she's back on the airplane. Yeah, she just and is she just back. back. Binks, and, and, she's and it's like, called Toxic Air. Hmm. That's the airline.
0: That's not an airline I would ride.
1: Yeah, that's not a good sounding airline. Like, like all our um, air is recycled. You're like, uh, I don't know. I think Delta <laughs> sounds safer than that. Um, <laughs> uh, Maybe. Let's give that a shot.
0: I mean, honestly, this music video is everything I like to see in a music video. It's, it's off the wall. And yeah, it's is. off the wall, but still somehow. It has a,
1: it's like really, really fast. <laughs> yeah. It has a story, kind of. Not everything makes sense, but it's a music video. Yeah,
0: it's like everything was there for some purpose.
1: Probably. I just don't know and, what they all And are. even if
0: you can't get the specific purpose of each scene, you understand the whole purpose.
1: Yeah, it made sense. She did a thing. Like, it It has a narrative. Mm-hmm. She did one thing. It led to the next thing, which led to the next thing. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah.
2: Love
0: it.
1: Yeah. It works. Should we start jumping? I forgot something. <sighs> okay, hit me Way with it. Way back when she's on the airplane the first time, she's making out with the guy in the bathroom. He, like, hits the sink and the sink kind of turns on. Yeah. Is that a premature ejaculation? Uh indication That could that be a, it. He's about little, to bust a nut. <laughs> little visual metaphor. Yeah. is that what that means? Because otherwise, why are you slapping the sink? Whatever. He, he Freddie needs to wash
0: his hands. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I think he just came.
1: Yeah, I think he did a little bit. Nice. Just a bit though. So. Just wanted to let you know I picked up on that. Just
0: picked up on who nuts. So in that's videos. what I
1: watching <laughs> for. Just want to know who nuts. <laughs> Alex Mildenberg on Nut Watch. Nut Watch. All right. I think that's enough. All right, enough. we've covered the original to the fullest extent. We have uh, stretched Did out you
0: over organize it. the playlist in chronological order? Yes. You are a saint. Yes. You were so good. I try to do that. I got to I got to start doing that cuz then when we I, I cuz I post the fucking playlist now so it's then it's super you, easy for people. It's fuck yeah. Okay, so we're going right into Blow Sight Blow's 2007. Sight.
1: rock and roll
0: version. swedish rock band
1: they're a rock band from sweden they
0: do not have an english wikipedia page
1: no they have a french one though and yeah um and they are a th- yeah they're there are actually second three-person scandinavian band we've talked about on this show <laughs> <laughs> who is the other one um just
0: uh oh just just uh-huh. just a small group called the uh-huh? uh, Yeah, yeah have heard of them <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah also yeah.
1: scandinavian but from norway
0: norway yeah so blow, blow sight, I don't know if you noticed, know it's spelled B L O W S I G H T. It is a phonetic transcription and at the same time a word game of blow sight, which is site S I T E. There is no literal translation, but you just have to understand the meaning. Blow is a blow. <laughs> this is you have to understand this is French Wikipedia translated. Right, right. And site is a site, a place. For example, a blow sight is what happened to the Twin Towers. So we have the idea of something quite huge so like, and powerful. Is, so
1: their name is basically Ground Zero.
0: Yeah, except more like seeing Ground Zero, since they, s- oh, because so like, it's saw Blow Sight. Happen. Instead oh. of the Blow Sight, it's Blow Sight, like seeing
1: it. So it's a pun on the Blow Sight Ground Zero. Yeah, if Zero meant also to look at something.
0: Mm-hmm. And so let's see here to continue. It says and to have ex- have exclusive- and to have exclusivity. So to have a name that is unique and easy to Google. They have changed the sight into sight, so that phonetically speaking is the same thing, writing is different. One can take it in the sense of, to take a fool's eye, that it is a group that tears.
1: Are you sure it's not tears?
0: (laughs) Not sure. (laughs) Honestly, it doesn't make much sense either way.
1: Yeah, um, okay. So I just yawned, and now I can hear differently out of my ear. Oh, that's good? Um, Bad. um, Different. I'll keep you updated. Okay. Um, so this version, yeah, this is definitely like, this is a rock and roll one. We get like, yeah, and when
0: we get closer to metal,
1: yeah, I definitely, definitely has that feel. I would say some of the later ones are a little more metal. Yeah.
0: We kind of get, I would say as we progress through, it gets more metal.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Uh, With the three versions I'm thinking of anyway. I
1: don't remember the exact order, but,
0: um, let's see. Yeah. So my biggest complaint with this one is that it's not metal enough because he does growling in this, doesn't he?
1: There's a little bit of growling like yeah. at some points, and um, but they also they make a little change in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, he like changes the chorus a bit, where he just goes straight from "I'm addicted to you" and "I love what you do." Like he has right. one line as like a different kind of chorus, and that's kind of an interesting change. I think it makes it sound a little different, a little more maybe a little more rocky. I don't have the words to describe why, but mm-hmm. it does sound uh, it's a little more appropriate for like what this song sounded like, and I think it was a good change, right, for, for what they did.
0: Sorry, one more time. What was the change?
1: They say, and I'm addicted to you, and I love what you do. Like it's one line. Okay, yeah. Because before it's I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? And I love what you do. Don't you? Know that oh,
0: you're toxic. yeah. So putting them together, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. That does kind of speak more to Sorry, a rock said song. Sorry, I that really
1: fast. Hopefully, that was <laughs> no. That's okay. <laughs> I, I like. I,
0: forget, I just fucking phased out for a second. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That does kind of have a more. It kind of has that feel. I don't know.
1: Just like at the end, and then he does that, and then it goes. Broom, it's and then like. The synth comes in like, boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think
1: uh, it's actually pretty well put together.
0: Yeah, it's uh they swap the genders on this. I mm. think they're maybe the only they ones who do.
1: Um, I don't think they're the only ones, but it doesn't happen. It, it happens every very time. infrequently. Yeah. they say a lady like you. They say a lady like you should wear a warning.
0: Should wear a warning. Um and Sign. yeah, this the just the nature of the lyrics, the toxic. Poison, you know, is very uh, apropos for sort of metal songs. Yeah, it's got it a, has that, it's got that I want to call it's it almost well. melodra- melodrama. It's it is, very yeah, intense.
1: It's, it's describing love, basically. Yeah. Like, it's a poison. It's poison. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: It's, it's, if you think of yourself at around, like, 14 and how you would describe emotions. Everything
1: is so intense. It's intense and I
0: hate it. <sighs> and that's, like, so it, it translates very do? well. I don't know what to do with all these feelings. They're killing me. Ah. Nobody understands me. So yeah, um, it's growling, it's we boys. get a uh, yeah, we so we get a little bit of growling. We get some classic like guitar noodling in the
1: back. Yeah, I think there's a little, there's a little solo. There's the original kind of had like I don't know if it's a solo or just kind of like a bridge because it's pretty short. Right. This does that turns into a guitar again, maybe solo, maybe bridge. Yeah. Um. So they got that. It's just it's 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 more rocky. Hmm. And this has a, an abrupt end to level.
0: it. It kind of just goes like, toxic. Yeah. Like hopefully your ear will go.
1: Yeah. Soon. Jeez. Dude. Now every well before I couldn't hear. it, Now everything's kind of like amplified in that weird way.
0: And you can tell he's got an accent. You can tell they're Swedish. I yeah. think by the way he says, particularly how he says "paradise." I paradise, found. Eh? Yeah. I don't know. There's just a way he uh, like d- spaces it.
1: Yeah. Some of the. I mean, definitely. There's a few actually. Yeah. This there's probably our... It, this might actually be our most Scandinavian episode.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's you know what Swedish pop producers yeah, behind it was, the original it was anyway.
1: And produced by Swedish producers, they these guys and there's more. We're, we'll we'll, put, we'll point them out as we get to them. Yeah. Um.
0: Should we jump into?
1: Hang on. First off, the album is called "I'll Be Around." You know what else is all around? The poison, the toxic. It's around. This guy's it's thinking. All around. Yeah. So
0: got yeah, some metal shit. Apropos, a word well, is I that both right, I think
1: the right use of apropos. I, th- oh, I, I know I
0: hesitated to use it even when I said it.
1: Cause um I always just say it to mean appropriate. Yeah, me too. It sounds like you're just shortening
0: appropriate. It's,
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> But but I don't actually I'm not a hundred percent on that. Mm, let me so, see. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a confirmation. On very vocabulary. appropriate for a particular
0: situation is no. the adjective. Why yes.
1: do we do that? Why um, do we say apropos? Is it know. is it just a shortening of appropriate? Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. It has a it has a preposition definition which says with reference to. Okay, so you remarked apropos of the initiative. So what does that mean? Um so it's like a reaction, so like a with reference to. So if I'm trying to fucking put it in another context here. Um that's what's apropos particular works. Uh, uh, Sucks.
1: Well, if we know, know, know it, it works, it works work. in this context anyway.
0: Yeah, with regards to this purpose. So,
1: And I think what would be apropos right now is to move on to Yael Na'im.
2: Baby, can't you see I'm calling? A guy like you should wear a war name. It's dangerous.
0: I'm falling. Yeah, yeah two thousand seven yeah. as well. Two
1: thousand seven. So this was she's a French Israeli singer.
0: And songwriter. And songwriter. She didn't write this song though.
1: No. You may uh you may know who wrote this song from before when we talked about it. That's right. Um she was a soloist in the Israeli Air Force Orchestra. Ooh. And now we are going to have an extended talk about politics in Israel. Um, no, that's probably best. Novel. Oh, my God. Thank God. I
0: was like, <laughs> shit, I do so not have notes on this.
1: <laughs> so back after World War I. No, um. <laughs> Is this over with Glock <laughs> and Spiel? Yeah. Boom, pring, boom, pring. Pring. I don't know if it's Glock. It might be Glock and Spiel. Probably. It's some kind of like bell or bell yeah. Uh, One more thing about her, though. She had a song in a MacBook Air commercial. Mm. Um, I listened to it. It's pretty catchy. Way to go! It's called, new soul, and Steve Jobs picked it himself. Nice. Allegedly. Um, and it was an honorable mention on that random WordPress for best versions of the hey, song. Hey, thanks, random WordPress. So thanks, random WordPress. Thanks, Damien Kane. Damien Kane. All right. Um, so this version, yeah, starts with the boom, pling.
2: Hmm
1: doing the doing the chords uh it's a lot slower yeah and then the vocals come in and it's pretty
0: she yeah uh, it's like where like britney spears and uh, blow Sight and a lot of them take the more upfront kind of confident approach being like yeah. i know you're toxic but uh i'm into it still she's like she seems almost terrified like quietly terrified
1: <laughs> yeah it's slower it's more cautious Mm-hmm. it's uh more perhaps intimate sounding
0: yeah in some way
1: Sometimes that, that singer-songwriter sound can be like that.
0: That's right.
1: Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, there's like, as as the two high and I can't come down. There's definitely, like, there's more and more chimes, yeah. chimes and stuff. There's a bass that comes in. And Is there like an accordion that comes, comes in on base? this? At the end. Yes. There's an accordion that comes in at the end. There's some like static sound effects in the background. Yeah, so, we start getting these there's sound effects. Quite a lot going on. Yeah, like what? Which I didn't notice at first, but this has a lot of parts. Yeah, a lot of small and elements to I, it. There was a live recording of it that I watched. Okay. And there was a lot of other people on the stage with her. Yeah, well, you would of, like, need people it. Playing little synthesizers. And mm-hmm. little so it was actually pretty. Um, it's actually fairly layered. Yeah. And um, there's a few more sounds I liked. Um, the drums kind of build at one point an actual like. Kind of like, drum kit comes in. Yeah, and
0: we get uh, it does some kind of like snare drum rolls on yeah. it. Yeah.
1: And, uh, I and mean, there's a good like crescendo throughout of like keep adding more and more instruments. And there's even, there's like a Strawberry Fields flute sound. Mm hmm. Like, like, the flute sound from Strawberry Fields, like my digital piano has a Strawberry Flute setting. It was like that. Okay. So cool. Interesting. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, and then an accordion comes in. And, uh, then like there's a recorder at the end.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. It sounded like awful. That's kinda.
1: I know of you <laughs> don't like recorders. <laughs> there's two recorders, it's, I think.
0: It's this one. I like I like this one overall. Um it's actually Greta's favorite because I forced her to listen to these while I was taking nice. notes.
1: Yeah. I I thought it sounded pretty cool. There's also a cool part where they go like Ooh, just making like sounds like that. Okay, And yeah, her voice yeah. is kind of modulated. Right. And that's cool. But in the live version, she doesn't do the modulation. She, like, gets up because she's playing the piano. Yeah. And, like, she just fucking, she, like, her voice really goes up. Like, she really gets the energy in there. I thought it was a really cool performance.
0: That's wild. I'm, I'm upset now that, that I have seen There's a lot of energy
1: it. in that part of the song. Yeah.
0: You'd make a good... uh drama coach energy, <laughs> a lot of energy more energy so need, we need just more energy in you know, this
1: scene. Could, if you could just bring the energy up just a bit like it was good it's good you were here let's get more energy i though. need you to be here let try okay? a little more energy on this Did next you, take yeah. no that's that's where i got this language from
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what else do i have to say Greta said it sounds like it should be from uh it were from or in a 50 shades of gray movie there's three of those. Did you know there's three? I
1: did. I just watched a video series. Each each one had an hour long episode about it. My god. Yeah.
0: The last one doesn't even have a good title.
1: Fifty Shades
0: Of Freed. Of
1: Freed, of Freed. yeah. What
0: the fuck does that mean?
1: Um Well, they're not good movies. Fifty Shades of Great. Sure.
0: Fifty Shades Darker, that makes sense. Fifty Shades of Freed.
1: I think it's just Fifty Shades Freed. Are you sure? No.
0: That at least makes more sense.
1: Of freed, uh, Fifty Shades of <laughs> of, of, <Frido>. uh, of <laughs> Sigmund Freed. Fifty Shades of. past... Okay,
0: past maybe rated right. as <laughs> Fifty Shades Freed, which it doesn't. Wait, who's freeing the shades? Well, you see, the first two are, are there. Ghosts in it, like shades. No, <gasps> I'm out again. The first I was two in. are
1: based on a particular extended uh, fan work. The sec, the third one is based on the sequel to that. To that fan project, fan, fan fiction. That's the word I'm looking for.
2: First movies based on fan fiction.
1: Well, the first two movies are based on an ex- like a serialized fan fiction.
0: Well, yeah, they're based on the book, aren't they? The Fifty the Shades book of Grey
1: comes from the serialized fan fiction because in in the fan fiction, uh-huh. the names weren't changed from Twilight.
2: Oh! Uh-huh. So they had to change the names for the Oh, it's based on Twilight.
1: It's a Twilight fan fiction. It's the characters in like a different, like universe. Oh, they're not it's not like vampires. it's like Marvel shit. It's yeah, it's like if you if you did like Iron Man, but he's not Iron Man. He's just a guy. He's
0: just like a, a wealthy inventor.
1: Yeah yeah uh, or or so, i don't know like he's just yeah. it's like i remember but he, of high school, he, he does
0: pro golf instead like i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like it's <laughs> like
1: the main characters from twilight but they're just doing something else i don't know how much effort was put into keeping the characters consistent
2: yeah but the
1: names were the same at least at first
0: i had no idea this is the first time hearing about yeah. this speaking of marvel shit though i read those spider-gwen comics
1: i thought spider-gwen was pretty really good really fucking good the, I, the, the like issue 0 or volume mm-hmm. 0 I didn't like that much at first. Me because it was Like there was an issue, and then it was like now a bunch of stuff happens in Spider Verse. Right. And now that I've read Spider Verse, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Other than like later on, they're like now she's hanging out in other dimensions. We'll have to talk. We'll have to. Like, get yeah, we'll we, we get about this later. later. Should I we talk like about
0: a static lullaby? Because I assume we're done with. Let's get uh, anything else to say about Yield name?
1: Um, I liked this version.
0: It's good. All right, static a uh, uh, static lullaby. Uh,
1: static lullaby. <laughs>
2: baby can't you see it? I'm a like you wear a it's i'm falling.
1: so uh, i heard them de- well the the wordpress i think uh was this one of the best ones punk thrash.
0: um yeah i think i have a note on this post hardcore band post hardcore screamo
1: to... Sc- i don't even know
0: if screamo is a real genre I genre mean,
1: you scream they have a dedicated screamer in this band. If you watch the video Yeah, and he loves his he job. Do he grabs else. that overhead mic he's like, He doesn't like I don't think he plays an He just he's not even the guy who's singing mm-hmm. for most of it. And he's he does not playing an instrument. No. He's just
0: screaming. He, he just wears a white vest and screams. And screams. Yeah. So this is a more like hardcore version. So hang on. Definitely. What what, what I have to say about post hardcore? Is it maintains the aggression and intensity of hardcore punk, but emphasizes a greater degree of creative expression initially inspired by post punk and noise rock? Cool, I think
1: post is a little more self reflective. Yeah. In nature, right?
0: So we actually start, what's interesting is we start out with uh, the kind of drums like through a wall almost. It's got that effect where they sound kind of far away. And we get, yeah, it's got like a filter on it. Yeah. And then we get some acoustic guitar for a bit. And then mm-hmm. it jumps to the actual main. Actually, but
1: they actually play like the riff, mm-hmm. which isn't present in uh, the other ones we talked about. The yeah. last two doesn't have the boom. But that's in this one. And uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's this acoustic sounding guitar, and then there's a dist- more distorted guitar. Is it a bass? Maybe it sounds really low to me.
2: Didn't didn't, it didn't pick up to me like as a bass, a bass but, but
1: like it sounded like an interesting guitar sound. At yeah. Case.
0: Um. Yeah. There's a lot of some good drums in this. They get really heavy at the end of each kind of like. Yeah.
1: It's a very driving sound. Yeah. It's very like. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, it, it definitely
0: picks up on the energy from the original and converts yeah. that into this post-hardcore music. Um. And they do. Yeah. I guess it's just screaming. I called it high-pitch growl, which is just scream.
1: Which is a scream. <laughs> it's uh for the for the I guess chorus or pre-chorus both. Yeah. Too high! Get, get down! And he also screams, it's in the air! It's all around! around. Ah, because the poison's around him. And he's dying all
0: from the around. Poison. He's dying from poison. So, yeah, and on the chorus, they do, um, they kind of do the, the first line in almost a Britney Spears impersonation. Like, it's almost... Mm. Beat for beat, or it's like <laughs> the taste of
1: your lips, yeah, toxic. I'm coming you We thought <laughs> that, that was like neat. Screaming. <laughs> that sounds like screaming. And uh, yeah, I mean, did you watch you the video? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, also
0: movies. some surf strings. They keep in the, the surf strings at oh, about the 218 mark. They do it just briefly
1: because I didn't really note the surf strings. Mm. So I didn't check them out on this uh, version unfortunately
0: god damn you but uh when they do these really low do you feel me now oh they do which i thought was cool they got some good like elements like (laughs) theatrical elements i would call them which is part of what i think makes good hardcore music
1: yeah i'm not usually into hardcore music in the sense of like i mean just watching the video they seem to take themselves so seriously. Yeah. that like, it was hard for me to get into it. Because
0: there was of that. S- there was such a beautiful chance because what happens in the music video is it's basically just them jamming, and there's a bunch of Britney Spears impersonators around yeah, from different of, like, like music videos and eras.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were wearing Britney Spears costumes. Yeah, right. Because I definitely uh, recognize the like, "Hit Me Baby One More Time" schoolgirl. Yep. There. But the other ones, I wasn't 100%. Yeah, i I think I'm, there was like the red jumpsuit from the Oops, I Did It Again yeah. video, and I don't know other Britney Spears videos than like these. They things.
0: had this opportunity, because even one of the Britney Spears gives one of the dudes a drink, and I was like, oh, fuck, the whole band's going to get poisoned and die at yeah, the end. They're
1: the ones getting, getting yeah. the, the ones Yeah,
0: are- but then that doesn't happen. The coolest thing that happens is the dude opens up a fridge, walks through it, and then comes out of a locker on the other <laughs> end.
1: And that's not that cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it just seemed like the whole video was like, Look how cool we are. And I maybe like I couldn't pick up any like satirical bent or anything. No. Like
0: that. It just it was it was played very straight.
1: So which which disappointed me a bit because it's very like, we're looking at the camera, we're so cool, look at me sing at the camera. This guy's gonna scream for a while. What?
0: Yeah. And he's, like, this guy's gonna shake his guitar at you a bit. And fucking what else pissed me off about oh, they don't change the the lyrics, so it's they say a guy like you. Yeah. And which yet-
1: almost makes it seem like Something's gonna happen, like there's gonna be a twist or something. Yeah, or
0: something. and then they they just mack on Britney Spears lookalikes for the video.
1: Yeah, and what did I write? I thought maybe he was like, "This is a guy like you," so is he is he talking about himself? Is he like, "I'm so great"? Maybe, or is he just not changing the lyrics? He's, he's just not changing like, the lyrics. We don't I think. Like. We're punk. He's like
0: exactly. How's which, that for yeah, some self reflection?
1: Like, yeah, it wouldn't have been that controversial.
0: Yeah, it's I like this version better than. Blowsight? Yeah, Blowsight. Blowsight. Is it Blowsight? Yeah, it's Blowsight. <laughs> we I, talked about their name for like. I know, it's just like... When I say blow now, I'm thinking of either like Coke blow, or... Site? no,
1: because I keep getting the mix. Of, there was like Quiet Quiet Drive, drive yeah. Like quiet Drive. From for the for Africa one. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Let's talk about Siv Jacobson.
1: Baby, can't you
2: see I'm calling? A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous.
1: I'm fine. Yeah, let's. So this is another um, Scandinavian version. Scandinavian. Uh, Norwegian. Yeah. She is, oh, I looked at her website mm-hmm. and it said that her music is beautifully mellow like diary entries.
0: We both looked at this. Cause I was yeah. going to pull that up too. And it says it's uh, filled with unfiltered thoughts and reflections. Listening to her music is like being a fly on the wall while she sings you her secrets.
1: That sounds nice.
0: That sounds lovely. Sounds
1: nice. I said indie folk. Yeah, did that's probably that? right. Did I, write, did I write that down? Um, I,
0: I didn't find it anywhere, but that—that's pretty much right. Yeah, because she's got like violins in this one.
1: So here's another slow version. Yeah. Um, she seems to be playing a guitar or something. Yeah, she plays. What she's hitting like just like at first. it's just like it's like rhythm on a guitar. Like yeah, it on a guitar. It sounds like that.
0: And yeah, because then what cause what we first get is the string section coming in. There mm-hmm. would these sinister strings these that strings, give almost like a a spooky ballroom vibe to them. Spooky ballroom. Yeah, well, that's
1: not very fly on the wall.
0: No, but again, this isn't really her song, so maybe we're missing some piece of that. True. Some piece of the diary entry music. I would never describe my music as a diary it's like Personal. it's unfiltered and garbage and <laughs> it'll make you cringe after a year <laughs> not a week oh man
1: i read a bunch of um journal entries from the sixth grade i think oh boy um they're very entertaining also i got so much better at writing over the course of the sixth grade like first entry versus last was like night and day man nice neither to of go. them were good but the first one was like five sentences oh man like, <laughs> that, yeah so, oh anyway, that's little, uh, beautiful. This would actually have been around the same time that this song came out. <laughs> hey, so that's topical. <laughs> yeah,
0: this song, not this version. Not this though. version. No no, 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 no. I was not
1: ten years old in 2015. But, no. Okay. Um, so everybody knows that I'm not 14.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. This one is. I feel like this one could be in a TV show when something s- like sinister happens.
1: Yeah. Not quite on the level of like. Oh, I don't know. Aqua of of uh, his take on me, right? Yeah, yeah, but definitely, uh definitely feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, playing the background when someone's like walking.
0: Yeah, like, it it'd be like one of those ones where yeah, like a person's oh, walking and they just in, like enacted their Machiavellian plot, and you see all these people like and dying sad. and different. Yeah, and people are like sad, so, like
1: a montage, like yeah, a, like, a sad montage song. Mm-hmm. This is a sad montage version. Yes. version of poison
0: it's i think a lot of the work is on the strings in this version just i tried to imagine a version without it
1: there's a piano that comes in too
0: oh yeah it's just because otherwise it's mostly <laughs> her acoustic guitar and that's, Yeah, she
1: plays like a finger picking yeah which is kind of neat
0: kind of neat and actually like it might i'm divided it might benefit from just guitar being a really really stripped down version but I don't know. I think the strings add well, something. The finger picking was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they,
1: they definitely aren't out of place. No, and certainly really, not. They're both stringed instruments. That's correct. Just different kinds of stringed instruments. Yeah. But uh... So yeah, I'd say, I'd say they say it's come together. mellow, like a like a diary entry.
0: Yeah, you know yeah. what? You're, I felt like a fly on the wall, and like she was just singing her secrets to me.
1: Yeah. Through a piano.
0: Yeah. If if we had to compare this, obviously we would be comparing it to the Yeah. Uh, name. Uh, yeah. And if
1: I'm saying that right, I hope so. Y'all name <laughs>
0: That's what I like to
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> that works.
0: Um yeah, I think I think y'all named it a little better. I think so too. With the same concept.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Maybe if she had done like like you said, if it if she had done more like more like just the guitar, mm-hmm. we probably would have compared less 'cause that obviously we talked about how Yale Names version was a lot more complex than it's yeah. at first. So if she had done like very stripped-down version. She may have had a better chance, and we would have compared it less to Mm -hmm. the other one. Yeah, But uh, it is pretty similar, conceptually, I think, to that version. Yeah, so a a
0: stripped-down, more reliance on emotional singing kind of approach would have been more interesting and might have helped it stand out. I think so. I think you're right. Let's talk about...
1: Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. (laughs)
2: See,
0: I'm
1: calling Featuring Melinda Doolittle The
0: third place finalist from the sixth season of American Idol Really? Yep
1: <laughs> Didn't notice that And you're gonna love this The album is called Squad Goals Fucking
0: hate <laughs> this style so this of is bullshit a,
1: This is a throwback 1930s it, They called it a 1930s torch song which means a sad or sentimental song typically about unrequited love.
0: Well, they sing it like one of those like sexy piano lounge singer songs, yeah, right? Yeah, that, basically. It's, it's hey, remember the time that nobody wanted to be alive in? What if we made modern music sound like that? What if we took a genuinely what interesting we... pop song and just put it <laughs> in through a filter into yeah. just a stereotypical be... song from the fucking 30s? Wouldn't that be fucking cool? Wouldn't that be rad?
1: <laughs> they turned it into a, a pop song from, from 70 years before this, this yeah. song was made. And, uh...
0: Also I on the record, longer. these assholes do a cover of Africa, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, this is four minutes and forty-seven yeah, this seconds. Almost,
1: this is almost five minutes long. So this this, is, uh, this version was a little long, I thought. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah, th- about four that, minutes and forty-seven seconds. I, too I, long. I thought the scene was done pretty well. She, she has a nice voice. She has a nice voice.
0: And they obviously know how to play their instruments. But can we do something interesting yeah. instead? I also compared
1: <laughs> it because this was a slower version. I also compared this one to Yale Na'im, mm. who I thought. Did basically, I mean, in terms of the like that this style of singing, they were both slower. Yeah. Right? Um, kind of this, but modern, and was more successful. Because mm-hmm. this is, of course, the throwback version. Yeah, because it was this actually
0: interesting. Postmodern jukebox. She said, "What if we did something with this <laughs> instead of again?" Postmodern jukebox is like hidden citizen. They have their one trick.
1: Yeah, it's all just like let's do an old version of this song, and sometimes that's neat. Like, I mean, I think we've brought it up before, but. I liked the uh, like the old school versions of um, pop songs from from Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Those were fun, but they was thematically appropriate.
0: Exactly, and they do the same thing in like. The Westworld TV show. There's Black Hole Sun and it's played on an old fucking thingy and it sounds like an old West song. And you're like, Wow we that's neato. But you, you take it out of context. Oh,
1: hey, speaking of Black Hole Sun, I think there was a Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox version of Black yes, Hole Sun. Yes, there
0: is. You know what can suck my dick? That version of Black Hole Sun. <laughs>
1: uh, well, at least we know that jazz singers have someone to work for.
0: That's right. Fuck this version. Fuck it. Alex and Sierra twenty sixteen. Speaking, speaking of reality TV shows. TV.
1: This is the group. They were on what? X no. Factor US! US. Um, they won the
0: third season of it. They
1: won season
0: three. Classified as folk pop. They broke up in September of 2017. Oh, they broke up? As a, so, like, as a group. As a group. And a year before that, they had broke up as, as, a couple. as a couple. Fun. And so in that year would have been around when this song was recorded, 2016.
1: 2016
0: yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm wondering if that was therapeutic for them to. Sing this song well, together. That's
1: interesting because they also did. You watch the audition video? No, I did they not. Auditioned with this. Really? Okay. And um, it was basically the same musically. Um, but they loved but each it was, other. It was yeah, like they were. They <laughs> the were just magic wasn't those. gone yes, from I their mean, eyes. That was literally like the thing. They were like, like I didn't. I kind of skipped before the beginning, but one of the judges was like, you really do love each other, don't you? And, like, that was, like, their whole thing. And they're like, now let's sing this song about a toxic relationship. Like, hang on. A minute. <laughs> and then they do, and she's, like, making lovey-dovey eyes at Alex. Yep. And, like, <laughs> evidently, it didn't last. Evidenty- but, yeah, it did uh, not last. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I thought that was maybe not, didn't make all that se- much sense. No. But uh, this version, it's they've made it into a duet mm-hmm. um sierra starts singing uh and then they with some backups from alex and then later on alex sings yeah and backups from sierra yeah so you know it's a duet mhm and uh let's see there's some guitar playing there's a little guitar riff i should have listened to this more recently there's yeah a little, like, kind of almost bridgey thing Uh, On the guitar. Oh yeah, they and they do. uh, Alex plays the guitar, but not in the audition. It was just a recording. Oh. But he plays it in the video, so I assume he plays it. Um, there's, yeah, sorry, I think. No,
0: keep going, man. Uh, Um, I'll jump in when I'm ready.
1: Yeah, and there's also some piano in the background, but the piano's not in the video. Yeah. It's just a just the guitar. guitar, Yeah. Which is kind of a little weird to have like some of the instruments, but not all of them. It felt weird. God, it's strange. Because especially because. There's a piano like solo, <laughs> and they're just like, there's no piano. Right? Yeah, it's just piano sounds <laughs> <laughs> cool. There's like a little piano run into the chorus. And right. I thought that was cool.
0: And they do the like a breakdown section where they keep repeating the "Intoxicate me now, that's give me now." So, like, is that
1: the like slow? they say like "Intoxicate me now"? Is it? Singing? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I was worried that Alex wasn't gonna sing at all. I thought he was just backup. Oh yeah. But then he came
0: in. He came in and you're like, Thank God, representing like, oh, Alex is represent? out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do another thing in this that I think I know about. Hang on. It's yeah, it's just that I find with these versions we talked about another guy from Britain's Got Talent, mm-hmm. Michael Collins, he did a version. It's like they're they sound fine, like they know how to sing in in key and they know how to play instruments well enough, but it loses some layer of like emotional depth. Which, I mean, might be bullshit to talk about in a pop version that's been yeah. filtered through so many things. but
1: I don't know. Well, I know there's some, or I think there's some almost negative feeling towards people who have attained their, like, pop stardom or whatever through, sh- uh, like, TV shows, competitions. Because you didn't, like, work for it in the same way as some other people. True, yeah. Even if you performed for many years, that's kind of the perception, I think. Right. Um... But I don't know if that would have anything to. I don't
0: know because I fuck with Kelly Clarkson.
1: Do it, yeah. And like the weird <laughs> thing is, she like comes from a family that's like in the industry, right? She Probably didn't have to win the competition <laughs> to be, if not where she is, like close to close there, to or at least it. Yeah, gone into recording. So that's I don't know.
0: Yeah, that is odd. But yeah, you know, Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I might just, just be shitting experience. on that experience. They but are also pretty young. Yeah, I don't know. This one just kind of didn't give me any feeling. Just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like I by. like I
1: said, like the 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 way they present it is maybe not quite in line with the how how the song works.
0: Yeah, even in the music video, which uh, I'm gonna drive us into a conversation about that now. Yeah. Okay, is just them like it's them playing the instruments in a warehouse, and then I think them on top of that same warehouse like dancing mm-hmm. in white clothes, but then they stain each other.
1: Right, and then they start to like rub ink on each other.
0: Yeah, and then they almost murder each other, but then maybe not. When, when do they, they do that? It, like, keeps flashing between them being angry at each other and, like, kind of fighting and then being in this loving embrace.
1: Oh, I missed the fighting.
0: Yeah, it, like, it goes by pretty quick. Okay. It, it kind of, like, it does that thing where it flashes kind of between two. So will be, right. like, a close-up on her, and she's got, like, a strained face, and then it's, like, push loving face, and then it's, like, strained face, loving face. And you're like, what?
2: what's going on?
1: Too many
0: camera cuts. <laughs> this <is> toxic. Oh. <laughs> um, Yeah, so they play songs in a warehouse. She stains his shirt. Uh, he's, he's got a scarf on his guitar. Or like a bandana. It's
1: a very, um...
0: Steven Tyler does it on the mic stand, Tyler. right?
1: Yeah.
0: Who does it? I feel like somebody does it on the guitar. Is,
1: um, Joe Perry? Is that the guitar player? Yeah,
0: maybe. Does everybody do that with all their instruments in
1: Aerosmith? I don't know. And maybe just it's Just fucking like, scarves? um, Keith Richards or something like that. Yeah, oh,
0: that might be it. It's mm-hmm. definitely somebody. Yeah. Somebody does it, and not somebody. just Alex of Alex and Sierra. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I... I feel like putting a scarf on a guitar is not that new and idea. Not ideal. that. It's certainly the not a new concept. Revolutionary Alex put a scarf on his guitar. <laughs> How did no one think of that?
0: Fashion forward? <laughs> um, yeah. Question mark? This, this version I didn't listen to a lot because yeah, it didn't it was like, entice it was fine. me. It
1: was a very, like, TV competition version. Yeah. Some of it. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine.
0: It's fine. Eden Prince. It's fine. fine. Eden 2017. <laughs> Baby, can't you see? I'm calling
2: a girl like you. She'll one it's dangerous. I'm falling.
1: Oh, I wrote Price. Probably Prince. No, but yes. Is it price? No, I think it's Prince. Okay. It's a typo.
0: what to go, Alex? I yeah. typo it. it is Eden Prince. Yeah. And also somebody else. Hang Marco on. Marco Foster. Marco Foster.
1: This is the DJ remix. I yeah, think Eden Prince is the producer or DJ, whatever. He's yeah, it sounds. This is an appropriate
0: time to mention that this one best dance song for, oh, Britney. It
1: was very dancey.
0: In uh, dance I think two
1: thousand. It would have been three or four. Two thousand
0: five, actually. What won her first Grammy for best <laughs> dance recording? Cool. Yeah. Another fun little fact, this is, I I don't know why i had to backtrack on this, but on June 5th, 2017, Spears' demo for Toxic was leaked to YouTube, so the demo contains the instrumental track combined with Spears' original unedited vocals. So, despite anticipation that the leak would confirm suspicion of Spears' natural vocals being subpar, it received generally positive criticism. So, way to go, Brady Spears. Way to go. She was part of that whole lip sync, like, crisis.
1: Yeah, I think, I think so.
0: Because I can't remember if it was her Aguilera who got exposed Every, for it. Everyone. Or just everyone.
1: Um, There was a few, I think, including, uh, who is it? Um, Ashley Simpson did it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah, that might be the big one. It was on, like, I think it was on SNL or something. Or maybe it was an award show. I don't remember. Right. But that's the one I can think of. But I don't know any other one. I know. I remember talking about it back in the day, because as mentioned, classic rock snob. You know, I was like, "Yeah, they're all lip syncing, whatever." But uh, I don't know. Does it mean that much? Maybe. Maybe. For especially for like performances at like a like an award show or something. Yeah. It's, like, not that big a deal. It's like the like Super Bowl has been doing that for years, right? Yeah, they like, have to. Yeah. Because I think they had problems with like someone said some activisty thing. Mm-hmm. and they were like we can't have that we can't have politics in our football right so like they wouldn't let anyone actually speak so like they turned the microphones off literally so um that's what i heard anyway
0: yeah no that checks out i think yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that was it but let's jump back into eden prince yeah let's talk about eden prince so like you said it's a uh, dance version by a, a dj version.
1: he's londonese
0: He's Londonese. He's from London. <laughs> He's from London. He's from He's from from London. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> uh, this is the DJ Synthy remix, and then I assume Marco Foster is the is the male vocalist. Yeah. They do change it to "Girl Like You," mm. which is different from the other one, which says "Lady." It to "Lady Like You." Hey. Um, there's lots of square waves. Yeah. In this one. That's lots of square it's waves. that's its
0: main drive is those those square wave yeah. things. It's got that like uh, yeah, I feel like this would never play in a an actual club in like a movie or tv show club like this would be the track absolutely and people are like slow-mo dancing and look it's
1: it's an alternate version of a pop song you know
0: yeah you're like oh shit i'd say this one was like it was fun it's listenable dance like
1: like when it's riding into the pre-chorus there's like these string pads and like these rising arpeggios on the synthesizer yeah it's a cool little sound going on and then back to square waves lots of square waves. lots of square
0: waves. Yeah, it's an interesting or what sounded
1: like square waves to me.
0: I'm going to trust you on that because yeah. I I couldn't identify Sorry, I waves to, to save my life. I don't want
1: to lead anyone wrong in their life, so I have to say, but I don't really know. But
0: I don't really know. I mean, they'll know that if they go look for square waves or listen to this or look don't fucking square waves. Guys,
1: wave. listen to square waves. They sound like square waves.
0: Yes, they do. Yeah. I can't say that though. I can say that, fuck you. They, they they got a low voice at points. That's got to be Marco Foster saying, "Don't you know you're toxic?
1: Don't you know your? Don't you know you're toxic? That you're. Don't you know that you're toxic? Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you? Don't you know that you are a shooting star? Don't you know? <laughs> um.
2: Sorry, yeah. Off topic. This one was fun. I, I enjoyed have
1: it. To listen to bad company now. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. Dance version. I mean, this one. I won't say it like I'm blown really, me away. really like caught in my brain compared to some of the other dance remix I've remixes I've yeah. mixes I've heard. But like it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Let's talk about the dance to it. The hit movie Pip 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 Pitch Perfect 3.
2: Baby, can't you see? I'm calling me
0: a guy like him. You should your
1: perfect oh wow they made three of these they made three of them they're very popular they are our good friend will is a fan of at least anna kendrick possibly also these movies he's definitely seen some of them he's not seen the third one yeah i asked him wow um yeah so this is i was going between this one and the two fucking glee versions i picked this one fair yeah i like the beginning because they make the riff sound with their mouths (laughs) Go, that's <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is a cappella, for anybody who's not familiar with the pitch perfect films, yeah, they're an a cappella group. But
1: it's very like poppy acapella. Yeah. Like, super poppy.
0: And I hate acapella. But I the bass is pretty swallowed up in this, so that's like a yeah. plus point. And um uh, they make like cat noises at some points.
1: There's also do they like,
0: cat noise sounding. It's which, um,
1: I think, and I don't know all Britney Spears songs, but there's one point where they say, like... Hit Me Baby. Yeah, Hit Me Baby, which is a reference to yep. another Britney Spears song. So it might be a reference to a Britney Spears song.
0: Possibly. It just had me thinking, like, Meow the Jewels. I was like, what if the whole song was cat meow meow noises?
2: <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Meow.
0: that.
1: Exactly like that.
0: And uh, let's see. What else do I have to say about the actual noises in this before we get into the...
2: Meow,
1: meow, 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 meow. That's um, really all I have on the
0: music. If we want to talk about what this plays, yeah, it's displays. actually
1: like it's super straightforward cover, but they're making yeah. all the sounds with their mouths.
0: You know, they got the pop, pop, pop like people doing high pitched noises. Yeah,
1: and I think they have a sound effects person. I think that's part of the plot. I didn't look up the plot.
0: Okay, because yeah, are they? Because there's, am I supposed to believe that some of those noises are not processed or like just natural? Yeah, like, yeah it's like not auto tune. Yeah, I
1: think it's supposed to be like a person who like can make sounds good.
0: Okay, like uh. Like, the guy, like the guy from Police Academy. The guy from Police
1: Academy. Those movies I've totally seen.
0: <laughs> I've totally seen, but only yeah. know the reference of the guy who makes sound
1: <laughs> effects really good. Like Police Academy, but they're a show choir. Yeah,
0: exactly. So John Lithgow's in this film. John
1: Lithgow's in this film. Uh, I didn't look up the plot. Did you look up the plot? No. Uh, They're on a boat. Yep. Um, Is a boat or a ship? On the boat. I don't want to have this debate right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> it's a boat. I have no it's idea. It's a ladder or a um, stepladder? He has. <laughs> stepladder. The guy from FIFA. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> there's cronies on the boat. Yeah. Uh, so they have to sing. even henchmen. Yeah. They want to sing. They say, can we sing another song? First of all, he sa- Anna Kendrick, who maybe wasn't there before, shows up. Out and she says, I'm just small. I just want to sing a song. He said, were you there before? And she says, no, I'm just small. So, But I don't know if she was there or not okay. before.
0: Okay. Here's my thing. They so yeah they do this she she insist because it's supposed to be a distraction She's while like, fine, I'll stand here wh- wh- and watch while while the scene. overweight Bella goes and fights cronies Rebel Wilson Rebel Wilson not oh, Rebel Wilson sorry I mean I just you know. I had
1: to look her name up too I forgot it
0: here's the thing they give he gives them ten minutes he's like you guys got ten minutes to deliver or whatever and then by the end of the the clip anyway of what I saw which wasn't even the end of the song so about like one to two minutes of toxic he's like you got four minutes left or something. I'm like, what happened?
1: They had to set up.
0: They, they just pushed them. Th- they had to push like two couches. Um,
1: well, you see, and then because wh- of the gravity of the situation, time dilated and changed speed.
0: Sweet, so uh, reverse dilated. Cause when time dilates, it becomes
1: time contracted. And...
0: Yeah. Contracted. Sure. Um, Burt Reynolds appears in this film. Does he? He's on the TV. Oh, yeah. Because Rebel terrible. Wilson no, I remember that. Yeah. uses it she as fights a distraction. Her way through all
1: of the henchmen. And as soon as
0: she starts fighting these dudes in this disco ball room, it changes from this version of the song to an instrumental track of the original.
1: Does it? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't notice that.
0: Because it sure as fuck wasn't people's voices.
1: Hmm. And then she fights her way through, gets to the kitchen, Yeah. sees a guy who she has a history with. uh uh-huh. his Okay. And then she fights him. With sausage links, oh. which reminded me of the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, oh. in which Michelangelo is in a like meat stand yeah. that is closed but still has all the meat out, yeah, and grabs a henchman with hey. with some sausage links and says the missing link and the missing him link. And then, that's it. Like, and then he says combat <laughs> cold cuts and says that's right. Oh, links man, has nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> So I <laughs> wanted to bring that up because I had to watch the scene to get the lines this morning. Oh, good! I'm so I glad you did that. I had to download VLC media player to watch DVDs on my computer. It was a whole, it's thing, a whole ordeal, but it was worth it to watch the in- the beginning of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. I used to watch the just of that of the beginning.
0: beginning so many times. I would just like rewind it, watch good, the whole it's fight scene. It's a good intro to yeah. like
1: what it what the movie is yeah i feel like, you're like look, what is
0: teenage Mutant ninja turtles
1: there Boom. there's like kind of like stagey martial arts mm-hmm. and every punch is a comp- is accompanied by like a one liner every con- punch like, is accompanied
0: by a line
1: every single like every single punch it's great yeah oh man just the best <laughs> comedy fighting although i'm told there's some good like non english um Jackie Chan movies with some good comedy oh, uh, yeah. martial arts scenes, but that's a uh, discussion for another day.
0: Hey, let's talk about are we done with the Bellas?
1: Yeah, we in, uh, I mean what what are we supposed to say?
0: Uh, better than right. postmodern jukebox. Jake,
1: did you did you like an a cappella version of a song?
0: More than postmodern jukebox.
1: Alright. I L- like that John Lithgow was in this video. Hell yeah. so Salence.
0: Oh baby, can't you see?
2: I'm calling, I got a guy
1: like you where I want it, I'm falling. So Lent's. They're also Scandinavian.
0: It's a current area,
1: I didn't write down what country, though.
0: Um, I don't know, I didn't write They're it down either. Scandinavian. Um, yeah, so these guys do metal covers, especially of Imagine Dragon songs from what a quick Lots Google show me. Right? Yeah, That's at least a, a few of them. Yeah. Um, they don't change the. There's still a guy like you in this one. And they've got this uh, very electronic kind of aggressive synth in the background. A lot of synth work on this. A lot of synth. Work. A lot of synthesizer. They also
1: have. They actually have the uh, the riff in this one as well. Yeah. I should point that out because it's not always there. Um, or maybe I guess it's a sample.
2: Yeah. And
1: like, and they have like a scream, but it's only in the chorus. Yeah, and they I got a guy in the
0: background who does it, so it's like a backup scream.
1: And this one's really heavy. And I was curious about this one. Mm-hmm. This one came out in two 2018. Yep. Last year. Yep. Which is 10 years after A Static Lullabies version. Yeah. That's a decade. Were they covering that version? I have no evidence and no reason to believe that. That's a good question, though. No reason to believe that whatsoever. Yeah. Just they're both it seems like unlikely. heavy covers. Yeah. It does seem unlikely, doesn't it? It, it truly does. It really does. That being said, there's almost 0% it? chance of that being the truth, but it would be kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. These guys cuss in this one, though. They say fuck.
1: Uh, oh, you can't man. say that in pop songs. No. But they do it.
0: They do it. And they do some screaming in like a heavy metal breakdown. This one I like. I like this one. I had a tough time taking notes because I think this was the best of the hardcore ones.
1: I also had a tough time taking notes, apparently.
0: Because <laughs> you fucking hated but it.
1: Fucking hate. No, I, I...
0: Yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, it was fun. That was great. Good
2: time. Uh, next one, two way. Two way.
1: 2018. These I guys are
0: go. also Scandinavian. No, they're German.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. So this is more movie trailer.
0: Yeah. So stuff. the one of the guys, it's a German composer team. I think. Christian uh, Nader worked for Hans Zimmer.
1: Oh, that guy. Who yeah. Does movies.
0: Who that does right. movies. That's part of the reason it's more. So, yeah, these guys do, like, promotional definitely, like,
1: Hans Zimmer swells.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it's got, the yeah. Like it's got the... Yeah. It's a better version of what Hidden Citizens claims to do.
1: Yes, I thought it was better than the... Yeah, than that. Like, still not super into it. Yeah. But, like, it opens with, like... I don't even remember what it opens with, but, like, the music suddenly cuts out, and then yeah. it's, like, gunshot into the song. Yeah. Whoa. Like, oh, Jesus. Like, like it's, it's intense.
0: You can take any section of this song, this version, and use it for a trailer. Yeah. It's, in that way, it is a floss example of what it's trying to be. And what it successfully is is these guys have made uh, songs that have featured in trailers for Wonder Woman, Tomb Raider. Ghost in the Shell, War for the Planet of the Apes, Valerian in the City of a Gajillion Planets, Darkest Hour, and Mortal Engines.
1: And that those are real. Those are real movies. Yeah, those Not are like big time movies. Other one where they're like, "We're in this trailer," and yeah, I couldn't find the, the trailer. The, we
0: were in a fan edit of this trailer. You're like, hmm, "Okay, you we're did. the fans. Yes, <laughs> it's us, hidden citizens, working from the shadows working to promote
1: from ourselves." Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, assholes. Man. Yeah, and this was so. Yeah, it's it's very like low to high, like. Very, like, high, very highs and lows. Yeah. But definitely uh, more interesting than the whatever those.
0: And the are. singer on this one has a kind of James Bond vibe, like a Snake Eater singer vibe to her.
1: Kind of like, yeah, I never really thought of that. But now that you mention it, definitely kind of like even that, like, lounge singer type sound that we kind of got from the from the postmodern jukebox. One, yeah. But now, again, in a different context, mm-hmm. which made it interesting. Yeah. Also, again. gunshots. Gunshots, yeah, like Multiple exactly. Like you said, it's
0: just kind of like this tension build through the start, I think, because it's just, like, kind of some synth noise in the back. Yeah.
1: And then it goes like,
2: what the fuck?
1: Ah! That's, that is an all-caps sort of thing. And there's, like, this discord Yeah, I know, yeah, with, like, strings like discordant strings in the mm-hmm. back. That's what it is. Yeah. Building. Building. And then gunshot. And then, like, cuts out. Yeah. Gunshot.
2: Yeah,
0: it was pretty, pretty bucked. Except we get weird at like the three minute twenty mark. There's just it sounds like a dude burping. Do you remember this? No, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna fucking play it for you. Although
1: three twenty is a little lengthy for this song. Oh yeah, I would say so. That not being like the end of the. Also, this is very slow. I should mention that.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to, and then it it gets big like drum swell like.
1: It's it's (laughs) It's that intense movie trailer sound, but actually, it's like the people. Now that you mentioned that they actually were, like, they worked with Hans Zimmer. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes sense? Yeah. It's like, these are the guys who started that, and that's why we do that now. Yeah. Or, like, at least they were part of some group. that Part of that movement. Yeah. As opposed to just some random people who work from the shadows. Exactly.
0: Like, And the other guy worked for, like, marketing before they got back together. Because they, like, knew each other in college, separated. One worked for Hans Zimmer, the other worked in, like, big marketing productions for music. And then they came back together. So, like, Obviously, these guys know how to build tracks, yeah. particularly for movie trailers.
1: So, way to go, guys.
0: Way to go, guys. With that, we're going to jump into our, uh, our, our roundup, our best, worst, and...
1: brittany <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> All it, right. it doesn't our, mean <laughs> anything.
0: It's meaningless. Wouldn't the Britney it's Spears would be the most... It's well, completely not. meaningless. We can't do that. We can't do that. Best, worst, and... Most likely to actually poison you. Okay. Um, hit me with it, Alex. What's the worst version of this?
1: Oh, what's the worst version? I think of this? mine's pretty clear, so I'm gonna yeah, let I you. Yeah, I know which one you didn't like the most. Um, for me, I got like Alex and Sierra. I feel like they missed the mark. They they were going for like, especially because at the time they were like, "Look at how much we love each other." It's just.
2: Yeah, it's falling flat, work, man. No, it's, it's not. It's not shoot
1: Like it. I guess you could interpret it that way. That's not really how I think of it. And uh, especially the way they talk about it. Like, the imagery is not really positive, right? Toxic mm-hmm. is not a good thing, generally speaking. Yeah. That's that's what I'm going with. That's the one that I... N- none of them were, like... I didn't think any of them were done poorly.
0: Agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, the in terms of, like, instrumentation and, like... I don't know. That's the one that I feel like missed the mark.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And that's what I would choose. If Scott Bradley's Scott postmodern Bradley. jukebox wasn't around here being a piece of shit. Thanks, Scott Bradley. Hey, Thanks for your shitty postmodern Thanks, jukebox. Play that piano. Please go do something useful. Take a big dose of heavy psychedelic drugs and figure out a new purpose in life. Because making postmodern jukebox garbage is not it. <laughs> Fuck you. Best version, Alex. Hit me with it.
1: Best version. Yell name? Yeah, Yale Y'all yeah, name. Y- Yale name. Yale, Yale name. Um, yeah, I really like that version. And then there was a cool live version to go with it that maybe shouldn't uh, be valid evidence, but yeah, I really like yeah. it. Yeah, I t- and like I said, there was more to it that I wasn't expecting. And her other song was also pretty good. Mm-hmm. She probably has more songs. I would
0: say, yeah, the the Yale name version is a very strong uh, interpretation of the lyrics. It definitely puts it in a new context and does a lot in that area yeah it's got strong instrumentation it's got good singing it's got you know it's got depth to it me i'm having a tough time because i th- a part of me wants to say that the original is still the best because it's this this pop sensation it's this turn this, like a heel turn almost if to use a wrestling term you're familiar with heel turn
1: more or less yeah is that where you become a heel or you become a face you become a heel cool
0: i think i think maybe it works both ways but maybe but yeah, you heel turn, you become so it's because Britney Spears, is this you know, she dressed up like a schoolgirl. She's this little sweetie pie pumpkin that everybody wanted to fuck, even though she was underage. And then it's like, boom! Now I I dance through lasers to kill people. I was also underage. That's right, we were underager than so. she was. So you know what? It's her fault. <laughs> but there's something just incredibly well done about this corporate machine that pushed out this song through Britney Spears. It's like
1: the perfect image change
0: yeah um thing it's a strong it's just just it's Mechanism. really good it's it's a strong it's the it's like the system works this is if you were to tell somebody that pop music is good and we should be making music in the bubblegum pop style you'd be like because of britney spears toxic
1: look at this it's got a bollywood sample bitch but it's britney bitch man i can't believe i, I know i think
0: a- it's britney bitch joke i'll write it in the you know what in the episode description I'm like it's Britney, bitch.
1: Nice. I was gonna do that when I, I was gonna tell you, when I was gonna text you about this and be like, It's Britney, bitch. But then you found it first, and we're like, Hey, is this it? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I was like putting together three different lists, and I was like, You're like, Hey, did you make this? What's playlist? Alex I was listening like, ah, to? Yeah, like, it's, it's like it's Brittany, this bitch. one off a playlist, and I'm like, Oh, okay, <laughs> toxic, <laughs> toxic. But I really like the this the, the, the Solence version. Solentz? yeah, Solentz. Yeah, that was cool. So that's probably my yeah. favorite. But I think the best might actually be the Britney Spears one.
1: Yeah, that's a, I I'm I'm going for favorite, really. Yeah. have to like, so I I will sometimes distinguish between best and favorite, but it's it's difficult. It's difficult. I mean, that's obviously the most popular version. Probably I mean, the most even that because
0: like, I would say if the best wasn't Britney Spears, it's probably Yell Name. Yeah, name. Because I think it does the most with it. Yeah, it does something unique with it that very and few I don't don't people actually like like did. It
1: just when they like slow it down. But yeah. What going on? What going on? They I think it's a, a really good smart little, piece. Uh, arrangement.
0: Now the mo- one most likely to poison you. You could base this on the sound of the song itself, the people involved in the making of it.
1: Um, based on the uh "Static Lullaby" video, "Static Lullaby."
0: Yeah, I would say that if not yeah. for the fact that nobody got poisoned in that.
1: True, but I feel like they would poison me. I yeah, they're very aggressive. And they're looking at the camera.
0: I think for me, Blowsite would do it, as it, just the intensely difficult description of their name, <laughs> where it's like, listen, it's a pun, but also a phonetical transcription. And also, when you there have was to understand, involved, okay? The, okay, okay, the Twin Towers. You've heard of them, and I'm like. <laughs> So it would be like that, except they like, "Listen, we took your glass, we put some liquid in it. Is it toxic? Yes. Will it kill you? Yeah. But it was a joke, brother, a okay, joke, right. and also then, a if pun." Then you like, it
1: in Norwegian. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what the, "So am I gonna, gonna okay, die?" I'm all right, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this glass of liquid. Okay? Liquid.
0: They're like, "It's going to kill you." You're like, "Thank, Thank you. Me. I don't want to hear any more of this. All right. I'm done."
1: And then you're done, and then it's over.
0: So you have it. That's been our roundup um jumping into our bonus segment bonus segment. which is talking about a thing that was a thing in the 90s for a bit christina aguilera versus britney spears that was a thing yeah um got any strong thoughts on that, that
1: our, um i w- we were britney spears house
0: before. yeah same here um i think because my sister's name was britney
1: could be could be um, we, I used to hang out with my sister. We used to listen to Britney Spears' first album. Oh, I yeah. That was her first album. Baby One More Time. Baby One More Time.
0: you think that would be a second album. Uh
1: um, that the name of the album? Yeah. It was like, hit me, baby, one more time.
0: Do you mean Baby Shark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah baby Shark. right? The classic Britney uh, Spears yeah. track. 1999, right? 1999 debut
0: 1999. album.
1: Yeah. So, it was like that. But, like, I was, I was a, like, seven-year-old boy. You were seven 1999? Six, seven, <laughs> six. I guess I would have been six. I don't know when she got it. Right. Um. So I was kind of like, this is girl music. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, like, I liked, li- we listened to it together and I like liked it, but I didn't want to be like, you're like, yeah, I like Britney it. Spears. So once I got a Backstreet Boys album, I was like, I'm tough. done with Britney Spears. Yeah. You're like, finally. But before that, I was like, no, nah, I'll. You know, I'll be there with you. We'll no, hang, I'll hang out. hang out. It's cool. You can play that music. No, it's fine. It's fine. But then after, I was like, I got Millennium. And I was like, no. I'm done. I'm done with that. Hell yeah. It's all masculine from <laughs> here on Super out. Super tough. It's all balls, man. Yeah. If you don't got balls, don't come in these walls, I said, of my room. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold. So, yeah. Then we were Backstreet Boys house as well. As well. Um. But think- then we also we dabbled in Sync. We didn't really I my sister I think listened to some Christina Aguilera. Okay, yeah. I did not. she did genie in a bottle? Is that Ye- Christina Aguilera? A yeah. little bit here and there, but like uh, <laughs> yes. It was it was a few years yes, later that I first heard the Beatles and transitioned into classic rock right. snobbery. But Yeah, uh, you were just trying to
0: find whatever you could get out there. But at the
1: time it was it was definitely be- it was definitely that. Yeah. yeah
0: i think yeah i think i didn't like to listen to either of them but living in a house with two older sisters it was like well you gotta listen to britney spears so i'd be mad all the time but like they're catchy songs but i couldn't be caught singing them or else my parents would make fun of me by which i mean my dad would make fun of me fair enough <laughs> and so yeah i just kind of lived in that i feel like do you think it's a if you're a britney spears person you're also a backstreet boys person by default do you think those come together and christina aguilera and NSYNC are, the other side?
1: I don't know. Do they have. They, can we draw a connection between them? Because I don't really Britney know. Britney Spears
0: and Backstreet Boys both start with the letter B.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There it is.
0: Blew this case wide open.
1: There it is. Christina Aguilera and InSync both start <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a letter of the English alphabet. Amazing. Yeah. I honestly, this might surprise you, came up with this bonus segment at the last minute what? and don't have a lot to say.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, I didn't.
0: Sh- you can come prepared for a segment I hadn't told you about beforehand.
1: Know. Yeah. No. I mean, that's that's my that's my That's it.
0: If you're series. a Christina Aguilera fan, or still are, if you're still yeah.
1: hashtag, yeah. if you still care about about arbitrary uh, uh, battles between fan groups of pop stars that <laughs> are not really that relevant but still technically active, hit us up.
0: So if you're if Team Britney Spears, hashtag Spearhead. And if you're team, Christina Aguilera, hashtag.
1: Aguila Monster. Yep. Aguilera Monster.
0: Aguilera Monster. One of those two. Whichever you prefer. I was going to say Christima.
1: Mm, yeah, that makes more sense.
0: <laughs> Any one of those three. <laughs> We're going to be looking at them all. We're going to be looking at all the typoed versions of it, too. Uh, this has been Cover Me. Follow us on, you know, Twitter. Me at Jake the Cressy, J A K E T H E C R E S S Y. Alex at some Alex Wise guy. He'll never do anything, but if you follow him, hey, that's neat.
1: Yeah, well, my numbers will go up.
0: It's all about those numbers, baby. Speaking of which, subscribe to us. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on the internet. We're on Podbean. That's our hosting service. We're
1: out. We're out.
0: And uh, you know, us? review us. Shout out to John Bell, who gave us a a five-star review and said that the cover, the the album image thing, gave him nightmares. Thanks, John.
1: Nice. Happy to give you nightmares. Oh, of our faces. Yes. Like our, our, yeah. Yeah, our faces.
0: Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. As we always say on Cover Me. I should probably have abandoned this bit, like, 12 episodes ago.
1: No, we need to find something. As we always say on Cover Me.
0: Hey, like, you you know, oh, you know what? It's when, when, when we actually had a good one two episodes ago at the end, the easy breezy one, you could call that the cover me paradox. That's supposed to be like Cloverfield. Hang on. Let's try it again. You could call that the cover field paradox.